God bless you, friends and family. Thank you for joining me today. If you're new to this channel, once again, I think I say this every day, but just in case you're new to this channel, my name is Gail Manizak, and I am with City Changers Illinois and the Power and Presence Ministry. So today we're in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to be talking about children and their parents. Um, couple different titles through this chapter how God helps us to be strong and um, last but not least uh, Paul's going to be finishing up his letter in this chapter or I do believe uh, let's see Ephesians yeah we'll be finishing up in Ephesians chapter 6 so all right speaking Paul speaking about children and parents it says you who are children obey your parents because you belong to the Lord and that is the right thing to do so you know what and I'm just gonna throw this in it doesn't matter if you're five years old or if you're 25 years old children obey your parents because you belong to the Lord and that is the right thing to do and then in verse uh, 2 Paul goes on to say God's law says always respect your father and your mother that is the first rule. Amen. That is the first rule of God's law that that also has a promise with it. And listen to the promise. The promise is this in verse 3. As a result, the Bible says you will be happy and you will live for a long time on the earth. If you, what? If you honor or respect your father and mother, or as some versions say, honor. So we want to do that, okay? We want to live a happy life. We want to live a, a life for a long time on the earth. And then in verse 4, Paul goes on to say, Fathers, do not do things that make your children angry. Instead, teach them carefully as they grow up. Help them to understand. Help them to understand the message of the Lord and help them to obey it. So fathers, you know, you have the upper hand. You are the head of your household. You need to take authority over your children. And um, first thing it says is don't, don't make your children angry. You know, there's the right way to talk to children and, and receive them. And what's the word I'm trying to think of? Affirm them and still correct them amen so there are ways that we need to learn as parents to do that because our children do need affirmation they need love and affirmation and then paul goes into talking about slaves and masters and he says you who are slaves obey your human masters uh, we don't have slaves and masters right now but in that day <clears throat> they did <clears throat> excuse me respect them and be afraid of them he goes on and he says work well to help them as you were working for Christ as your master so he says don't do good work only when they can see you amen now we can look at this like our job that we go to <coughs> excuse me you do not want to just do good work when your boss can see you. 
right? You know, and some people only work to make to make other people like them, or or to make uh, they they only work because their boss sees them working. But when their boss is away, maybe they're on their phone all the time, or maybe they're doing other things that they shouldn't be doing. But the Bible says, and that's what counts. The Bible says, God says, work well all the time as slaves who serve Christ. So we basically, we can look at ourselves as slaves, I guess, as we go to our jobs, uh, if you want to put it in that context, which it pretty much is. So work in the way that God wants you to work, the Bible says. Be happy to obey those that are above you. It says human masters here, but I'm going to say those that are over you, those that are leaders over you, those that are bosses over you. Remember that you're serving the Lord himself. You're not just serving other people. You you know that anyone who does some good thing is going to receive a good gift from the Lord. And this will happen whether that person is a slave or a free person. So whether you're a, a worker or a boss, let's put it that way for our day that we live in today. And then you who are uh, masters or you who are bosses, be good to your people in the same way. Do not frighten them with punishment. Re- and remember that both of you and your slaves or your workers have the same master in heaven. Jesus is our master. He's watching over all of us and how we conduct ourselves with others. And he's always fair when he judges people. It doesn't matter who they are. So how God helps us to be strong at the Paul says at the end of my letter, I want to say this to you, be united with the Lord so that you are strong. And then his great power will help you. Use all the help that God gives to us. And then you can be like a soldier, he says, who fights against the devil. And then Paul goes into talking about the armor of God where he says, you must put on the whole armor that God gives to us. The devil attacks us in clever ways and we need to be strong. We're not fighting against human enemies. Instead, we're fighting against the rulers and the powerful spirits that have authority over this dark world. So we're fighting against the bad spirits who live in in the heavens. And because of that, take all the help that God gives uh, like it is your armor. Then when the bad times come, you know what? You'll be able to stand strongly. You will not fall. And after you have finished everything, you will still be standing strongly in your place. And this is God's armor that you must wear. God's true message will be like a belt that you tie around your body. God's true message, that's what will be like a belt that you tie around your body. And always do what is right. That will be like a a metal shirt that you wear to keep your body safe. Amen. Always do what is right because you know what? When you do what is wrong, when you sin, when you open the door to things that are wrong, you open the door to the enemy. 
And this is who Paul's talking about us fighting against. The good fight of faith. We're warring against the enemy, not people. In verse 15, he says, Be prepared to tell people the good news about peace with God. That will be like shoes on your feet. And then he said, As well as that, have faith to trust God. That that will be like a shield that you hold in front of you. So, let me say that again. Have faith to trust God. Amen. You're not trusting people. And that and this trust that you that you have in God, this will be like a shield that you hold in front of you. And it will stop the devil from hurting you with his arrows that burn with fire. Amen. You know, uh, the Bible talks about those fiery darts of the enemy. Verse 17, Paul begins to say, you know, remember that God has saved you from your sins and that will be like a strong hat that keeps your head safe. In in other versions, it's talking about the helmet, the helmet of our salvation. And, And then also use God's message to help you. And that will be like the sword. That's God's sword of the spirit. And God is... God's Holy Spirit has put it in your hand when you came to him. You have a weapon. So as you stand strongly like that, always pray for God's help. Pray that everything as God's Spirit helps you to pray. And for this purpose, watch carefully all the time. Always continue to pray for all of God's people everywhere. God's people everywhere need prayer. We all need to back one another up with prayer. And then Paul goes on and he says, please pray for me too. Pray that God will give me the right message to speak. These are some of the things we should be praying for ourselves, that God will give us the right message, the right word, the the wisdom, all that we need to pray and do what God has put in our hearts to do. He says, pray that I will not be afraid to tell people about God's good news. We also need that. We cannot be afraid to tell people about God's good news. Who would tell them? The Bible said, how shall they hear without a preacher? Somebody's got to speak the word. And then he goes on. He says, pray that I can explain God's secret to them. God has sent me to tell people the good news on his behalf. And that is why I am now in prison, he said. So pray that I will speak God's message bravely as I ought to speak it. You know, I have a friend right now who I I love his videos and his teachings. And he uh, was arrested recently and has been in prison since it was either the end of June or the very first of July, July 1st. And... um, on a false charge he was charged and arrested and put in solitary confinement so he's been there for over um let's see i guess it would be yeah well over a week it's july 11th we have to pray for one another and be conscious that people somewhere are suffering amen maybe you're not suffering pray for those that are And then 
you know, that will, I, I, I just feel like that will be sown back into your life. You know, that will be multiplied back to you by the Lord. That when you need prayer and, and there seems to be nobody around to pray, God is going to have people praying for you. So then Paul finishes up his letter in Ephesians chapter 6. And um, he says, my Christian friend Tychicus, I'm probably not pronouncing that right, will tell you all the news about me. He works hard as the Lord's servant. He will tell you about what is happening here. Then you will know what I am doing and how I am. And that is the reason he said I'm sending him to you. I want him to tell you what's happening to us here so that you will feel stronger. Paul says, I pray that God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ will be good to you who are believers. I pray that you will have peace in your minds. So important for us to have peace. And I pray that you will love one another as you continue to trust Christ. I pray that God will be very kind to everyone who continues to love our Lord Jesus Christ. And that closes out Ephesians chapter 6. And I actually, I believe I'm going to go, uh, it's been hard for me to make my mind up. I kind of wanted to go back to I was thinking of going back to the Gospels. Um, I was thinking about the Gospel of Matthew, but maybe I'll just go ahead and finish the New Testament. And um, we'll go on to Philippians chapter 1. Philippians is, is a beautiful book. All the books of the Bible are beautiful books to me. I love the Bible. I love the Word of God. And I... Um, I sincerely pray, you know, for greater understanding of God's Word every single day. Well, I don't pray for it every single day, but I do pray every single day. But that is one of the things that I want is to be able to understand the Word of God better, to share it better. But anyway, in saying that, I'm going to close here and say we will be starting then in Philippians chapter 1 on um, tomorrow, I guess. Tomorrow is Tuesday. 